hi everyone. This is L with the L Rambles podcast. It has been a long time since I have recorded a podcast or even thought about recording a podcast, and I'm here today with kind of a special announcement because I am restarting the podcast with hopes of rebranding and bringing in a whole new spin to the podcast. So, as most of you guys know, my business partner is also a wonderful little lady who is my mother, and she is going to be joining us today and for many other podcasts to come because she is just this, literally this little tiny ball of knowledge and just wisdom and so much experience and I think she can bring a lot of different perspective to the podcast based on just everything she's been through and everything that she continues to do in the health and fitness field. So this is Jules. I'm going to introduce her or let her introduce herself and you guys can get to know her uh, just real quickly before we dive into the first episode. So here she is. Well. Thank you, Elle. This is so exciting. Uh, we have been talking about doing this for a very, very long time, and I'm so excited to be able to be part of uh, a podcast with Elle. Uh, and most of you know Elle as as uh, a uh, her own ball of fire and energy and passion for so many things and and embracing um, extending what we know, what she knows. Uh, to you out there, the audience. And uh, so I'm very honored to be here. I get to work with her every day and of course being her mother. Um, but it has a, a fun twist because we share the same passions. So um, my name is Jules. Most people know me as Coach Jules. Um, and I'm not sure how much I'm gonna share about uh, myself Your right background, now. background, where you come from. Okay, all right. Um, it, you know, I, I, all right, I'll start from a little bit of uh, rewinding. My education, I always tell people my education is a very science-based education. I have an undergraduate degree from uh, the University of Connecticut in um, nutrition, uh, food science and nutrition, and then a master's degree in clinical dietetics and nutrition. And uh, I worked as a dietitian um, in a hospital in the uh, spe specialty area of what I always said, helping people who could not eat. So working with uh, very ill people as well as healthy people, but people who needed uh, nutrition in unusual ways, not always food, but also healthy people. Um, moved on from there and worked in private practice with um, a group of other dietitians and physicians. And then from there went into health promotion, worked with uh, many corporations. I won't go into a lot of the details of that. Uh, expanding my health and fitness because by then I was also a personal trainer, group exercise instructor. And um, so my passion for health and fitness has evolved in many different ways. And uh, that all began began in 1979. So um, it's, it's a long time. I, I used to say 30 years, and now I guess I'm getting closer to uh, 
Oh gosh, I don't even know. 40. Thirty-five for thirty-six. I feel like you've been years. saying thirty years for about ten I years now. I stopped counting at thirty years, but um, but now, as many of you know, you know, about four years ago, Elle and I founded uh, Team Best Fit Body so that we could bring our passion for health and fitness to many people out there. So that's a little bit about me. Um, we and definitely will do a full podcast on her life experiences because I think that she could just give a lot of you insight if you're interested in getting into the field and what it means to go the dietetics route and then to work hands-on with people in the personal training realm because a lot of people have had questions about that. So if you guys are interested in that, you can always leave a review uh, I guess you can't really comment on a podcast, but leave a review or even contact us through our social media handles, which um, we'll just actually give out right now. So uh, our team handle is at Team Best Fit Body and for Instagram. And then, Joel's, what is your Instagram handle? Mine is um, Coach Joel's underscore TBFB. And my Instagram handle is at E L L E. Oh goodness! Underscore <laughs> be fit body. I'm like, what is my what is my Instagram uh, username? Yeah, it's l underscore be fit body. Um, so we are just going to kind of dive into the topic, and we figured we would start off with something pretty basic, but it's something that we have clients come to us. We have just even friends or other people in the industry coming to us trying to figure out a goal. So we wanted to talk about what it's like to maintain and live a healthy lifestyle throughout your whole life because Jules is the epitome of that. I have watched her all of my life. I've always observed. I've always really taken what she does and and watched and saw, okay, well, she remains fit all the time. She's so healthy and I always thought like, oh wow, that's so easy for her or she's she's just naturally like that when in reality as it gets, you know, as you get deeper and deeper into it, you realize that she works pretty damn hard to <laughs> maintain that. And so once I kind of realized that that even though it may look easy from the outside, she works so hard to maintain a healthy balance lifestyle that balance thing I'm using air quotes right now that everybody seems to be striving for so we'll just hop in and and anything you want to start off with yeah ahead. no that's great you know and that's uh, I'll sort of take what else said at the very beginning a lot of our clients do come to us with very specific goals and <clears throat> they do obviously revolve around improving their health and fitness and so setting goals is you know the first step and we work with our our clients and always like i said for the past 30 some odd years it always starts with a goal and then what happens is people will often either hit their goal or get close to their goal and something will change in their life and it sort of shakes their perspective um, whether or not they feel the goal still matches what they really want um, or that it is no longer attainable because of something that happens, or, or realistic, I shouldn't say attainable, it may not be realistic anymore. Um, so this is part of life, and one of the hardest things to have people understand, and I think this is a general thing out there in the world, is that health and fitness 
is not a fixed thing. It is not one thing. It isn't that you do this and then as soon as you do it and you're fit, you're done and you can walk away. No. It is a continuum. And I think that's where my understanding, you know, from what science is, you know, it comes down to the basic premise that everything in the world seeks to be in a state of disarray, you know? So you have to think about all these things that you're just striving for. You know, you want to get into that size down jeans and, and you work really hard and you get there, but you had to work to get there. You got to keep working to keep it there because if you don't, it's going to go away. So I think when people set up these expectations for themselves, and I'll, I'll go back to myself a little bit, um, and they become unrealistic or un, not sustainable, it becomes a problem. So, you know, taking it back to me, I discovered at a, a sort of in a young age, I guess, college, where a lot of people become very aware of being active because when you're young, you just do it. And then as you get older, your lifestyle changes and you realize you have to work to maintain a degree of fitness if that's important to you. Now, and everybody's definition of fitness is not important. Right. Uh, but if not you're listening to this podcast, you're very likely already interested in fitness or you're trying to get to a level that you're more comfortable and confident with your fitness lifestyle, a healthy lifestyle, a well-rounded, uh, wellness-based lifestyle. Because the definition of healthy is going to be so different and the definition of balance is so different for everybody, right. but it is finding your true balance in fitness. Exactly. And there's a lot of um, trial and error and there's a lot of mistakes, you know, and, and Elle said, oh, you know, I always seem like I have the balance, but it is a balance and you have to think about everything that you do. If you tip it too far one side, it's going to go one way. If you tip it too far the other side, it's going to go another way. So you know, even from when I was in my younger years, you know, I discovered exercise like a lot of people do. And, you know, I, I did at one point take it to an extreme and then I realized, oh, this isn't healthy. And I pulled it back. And then there were times in my life I couldn't work out the same that I would have liked to. And then you're like, okay, you know, I have to pull it back. So I always think of, you know, health and fitness is always on this continuum of you follow a path, but you can't, you know, it's a fine line between doing the same thing all the time, consistency we talk about, to get you there, but it's also realizing that life and your, phys and your body, your anatomy, the human body, is always gonna be fighting against whatever you're doing. So this is where you have to not put those personal pressures on yourself. I think people run into problems with this concept that it's like a utopia or the, you know, the holy grail of balance. Yeah. And, and like once you get there, you're going to be so happy and it's going to be so easy. And I think that if you've been on your fitness journey for a while and even myself, I'm like, oh, once I get to that point, I'm going to be, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be set. And I, I think about this as exactly what I was doing with the podcast. I was like, oh, you know, once it, I have this, this, that in place, the podcast is going to be perfect to get started. I'm like, what is going on? Let's just get it done right now. And that's what's going to be with your fitness goals and your fitness level. It's like if you are not actively working towards it, it's going to go away or it's never going to happen. So you have to keep it going on and on. And I think one of the big things I can also su suggest is that you, your expectations, you have to be able to um, flex with it and not be as frigid sometimes because of these things are out of control. So, you know, control the things you can, um, don't worry about the things you can't, and then work around it. But 
what people I think need to always sort of focus back in is that it always comes down from a choice. And so if you're going to make a choice that you're going to strive towards improvements, whether it is it comes down to even, you know, maybe you have high cholesterol and you need to make some changes in your nutrition to help so you don't have to go on medication and this is your doctor's advice telling you, then you have to make the choice that you're not going to select certain foods or maybe you're going to start exercising and lose a couple of pounds to help with that mission. So does that mean that you're never going to have those foods or that you're not going to miss a day working out? No, but it is trying to find that balance to reach that goal. Um, so in terms of me as a, you know, as an adult working through my life, yeah, you know, I think one of the biggest things that's helped me is that I, I you know, I look at what I personally want from myself, my own expectations, and I set them realistically. And um, even now, I am in preparation for a competition, and mm -hmm. I would say, woohoo, yes, Elle and I are. How, how, real quick though, how old are you, Jules? How old am I? How um, young are you? How young am how I? Beautifully um, young. I am on the, um, the second half of my 56th year, so I am going to be 57 at the end of this, this year, so a few months away. Um, age is definitely just a number, but it is every time that I set a health and fitness goal, it is always based on the fact that I want to keep doing and be strong and feel good, um, and no matter what my body is going to do. And women, especially, you know, we go through all sorts of phases and um, we have challenges that change. You know, every couple of years, your body is a completely different thing. Yeah, you don't have, you don't always have control over it. A lot of women do struggle with hormonal issues and you really, your body, when you're young and healthy or, you know, you're you're 50 almost 57 what'd you say 57 <laughs> i'm like wait i still think you're like i don't know 45 um Me but too, you're but. always you're always going to be faced with times where you're perfectly healthy everything's going well and then you have a bump in the road and by taking care of yourself like jules has done at least it, you know attempted to throughout our whole life it, it has been a top priority it helps when you're, you know, if, if you are going through something. Yeah. Well, you know, and I'll just interject here a little bit. You know, when I was in my 40s, I, I, I sort of felt like my body fell apart. I had, um, I had a whole bunch of different health things crop up all at one time. Um, I had, uh, I had a kidney stone, which is itself wasn't anything, but it led to the discovery of um, that my, I had Hashimoto's hypothyroiditis. Um, which autoimmune uh, disease where my thyroid is ceasing to function at this point it's pretty much doesn't function um, I also have high blood pressure um, a fit person who you know you all parameters so they call it idiopathic which means they don't know doesn't why um, and so I was faced with these on top of arthritis in my hips which from years of high impact um, aerobic type of activity so all of a sudden my world was rattled and um i had a whole bunch of things that i was dealing with but you don't um, you you never used it as something that stopped you no and absolutely you didn't use not. it as an excuse and i think that that is one thing that people are often i guess looking for trying to find or just like um one of our coaches karen calls calls what are they blame shifters blame shifters right so yeah. it's like there's something that 
is your fault, but you're, or, you know, something that you've done, but it's, it's all because of somebody else or all, it's all because of this and that. And if you want to maintain a healthy lifestyle, you have to be very realistic about the things that you choose to do versus the things that are just there and that are happening. And so while she's gone through a number of health complications, she didn't use it as a reason to say, oh, well, I'm already here, so I might as well just, you know, let it go downhill from here. It, it actually drove me in the absolute right. opposite. You know, it became my why. It became my reason, you know, and then also watching, you know, family, my family, my parents, you know, with some health issues they have, you know, I sit and think, how do I want to spend my latter years? And so those are things that when you're in your 20s, you absolutely don't think about. Um, but in your 30s and 40s, many people do come to us and they realize they have some family history. But maybe they're looking at this balance of trying to, you know, they're struggling between living a restricted life that they think they need to live to get to their goals and feeling that it, if they did this, restriction they would get on and have the perfect result in their health and fitness but in the reality is it's nothing's perfect and that the whole point is if you want to live a healthy and fit life you need to have some some opportunities to enjoy life so you know other other than the extremes like the sport of of competing um which is a short term when you're doing your preparation that you do kind of have to say okay i'm you know i I have to live a little bit more uh within parameters yeah yeah absolutely and i i want to take it back you mentioned something about um being in your in your older life so a lot of times when you know we get older we start to go back on our habits and say oh you may want to change this whether it's the uh maybe the motivation to take less medications or just exercise a little bit more I'm in my probably it's probably like my third year I'm not really sure exactly but I'm back in school studying for um, my bachelor's of science in psychology and I'm taking a health psychology course right now and we're just discussing about when is the most I guess influential time in our lives to be influenced to make healthy decisions and that's in adolescence and then when we get old again so it's like if you're in that middle age like early or late teens um into your 20s and then your 30s and 40s a lot of times we think we're invincible during that time and then the body begins to change and your you know your mental health goes one way or another and your goals change and you're trying to juggle all these things and you're thrown into adulthood and you don't really know how to be an adult you you tend to forget about all those health habits that I guess should have been taught in you know adolescence when you're young um, to impact you now and so if we take it down to like a more basic level rather than try to throw in all these crazy things like macros or uh, you know specific powerlifting blocks or you know very specific things that we get caught up if we are into fitness and if we're in kind of the fitness industry even on social media you see so much stuff thrown at you and you lose the idea of what really health and balance is because so-and-so is doing one thing or so-and-so is doing the other and so basically I guess my biggest thought here is don't 
wait until you get too old to say, oh man, I wish I just should have did practice these healthy habits in my 20s, 30s, and even 40s. It's never too late to start, um, but don't wait is yeah. like my biggest thing. And I think that you just made a really good point about, you know, the, uh, the uh, affect of um, an effect of what we see in the world out there. It's so very different from, you know, when I, early years, I should say, not even early years, really in the past eight years, um, maybe 10 at the, at the um, most extended, where social media has really had an effect on our perception of what should fitness be, what should health, the idea of what makes that up, uh, then all of a sudden people think, oh, I should be doing this for my exercise, or I should be doing this for my nutrition, or I should be doing this for, you know, uh, overall stress management, you know, because health does reach out into all sorts of parameters of how we, and, you know, we talk a lot about that with our clients. You know, we sort of, I don't love the word holistic, but we do look at our clients in a very holistic way where we look at the whole package. Whole self. The, yeah, you know, everything. it's the whole self and what's going on, you know, even how they feel about themselves in interpersonal relationships and do you have some of that balance in your life it it really and so we talk about that balance and um because you need to have those factors from everything but when we start to look at what's happening in the world out there and you start to question what i should be doing i think that's where a lot of the strife comes from and people think oh you know it's it's wintertime I should be bulky mm -hmm. or it's summertime I should be cutting or you know we it hear that me, all the time it makes me laugh so much <laughs> because I just I have to just say this because it literally has taken me until probably this year so Jules and I are both in prep for a show on October 7th it is September what's today September 20th today so we're like two and a half weeks to our show and it wasn't until the past few months and Jules kept saying to me like I'm so glad you're finally realizing this because I, I basically came to the realization that like I can do whatever I want, which sounds so stupid, but I don't have to go into a big growing huge improvement season just because I literally thought that's what you had to do. I thought you had to bulk. I thought that you had to like be in a huge surplus of calories because that was the healthy thing to do after a prep. And like she's so she, she just laughs at me because she's like she's like finally like you get it, and I'm like. <laughs> And that's what I want you all to do. And that's what my favorite part about doing a podcast or even when we get to have these big open discussions, even though it's just Jules and I talking. But it it's so you can take these ideas and you can listen to them and you can make decisions on your own. So it's so we're not here to tell you this is one thing and you have to do it this way because that's how we get so wrapped up. That's what social media has done to all of mm -hmm. us is like we think that – just because so-and-so says something and so-and-so has accomplished this or so-and-so looks like that, that that is the, the end-all be-all. It's like you have to take things and you have to it, – it's, like it's like the Bible, isn't it? Like, like you are told things and then you get to reflect them and, and, and make decisions based on – Yeah, you interpretation interpret, on, your, yeah. on your own mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's what you should do with all things, and that's what someone who is a learner does. And so if you consider yourself – someone who wants to learn for the, a student of life basically that's what you need to do is that like just because your professor says something or just because I say something on the podcast doesn't mean that that is that is it 
Um, so social media has a funny way of just making you think that what is out there is what is what is real. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting because you know one of the big things that we do we are competition prep coaches mm -hmm. and I I often people hear me say that you know as much as I am passionate about com uh, physique competitions I enjoy doing them I enjoy I love coaching people because of the of what a person can discover discover about themselves during the process and that's why I do them um, which could be a whole other it's a, podcast. Yeah, we should definitely, we should <laughs> definitely like, why do, do I do the a competition? Art, the yes. art and the science combined is just so beautiful. It, so we'll definitely do a podcast on absolutely. that. Absolutely. But the fact is that um, most people have some unrealistic expectation of what it is, and they think that by doing this, they're going to end up with this quote-unquote air quotes um, perfect physique. But what you're doing is you're getting just a – a polished version of yourself which that's what the beauty and the right. art is but then the expectation is you know the pressure to do this and do that but it being it a, a, a very like I would say it's kind of a stupid sport because you know they make this it's so subjective and people it can destroy them yeah. um, or you can step away and say I'm doing this because it's a value or important for me but also learn the process and realize that and this is what I, I was trying to explain to Ellen um, after that's her full name. We call her yeah, L, but by the um, way. <laughs> but Ellen. that in in these sort of progression times in between, if you are a competitor or even an athlete, I call people everyday athletes. If you're out there, and you, all of you out there in our audience are pretty much everyday athletes. You know, you're training with a purpose, and you're fueling your nutrition, your body with your nutrition for a purpose. Um, you command a lot of your life to the the pursuit of your of your uh, passion sport and fitness um, but it can also push you over the brink thinking that if you're not doing it exactly right that you're doing it wrong and there is there's a lot of yeah that's okay you know sometimes people are like oh you know is it okay if I do this and this and I'm like yeah well okay you know you're an individual and your situation is gonna be different so when people say should I be doing this I'm I, I'm being very I'm feeling indecisive I don't know whether I should cut I don't know whether I should bulk I don't know I want to maintain this yeah that. and then all of a sudden when they they can't follow through for whatever reason um, or don't want to suddenly they start to have all of these emotions and, and then it's that a, destroys and then it's it. a lot of back and forth and and it's an up and down and then you you question uh, is my metabolism okay mm -hmm. am I gonna gain all this mm -hmm. weight this and that and so with competition prep we we coach both lifestyle and competition prep clients so the lifestyle are like the everyday athletes and there's a cause and effect and so with competition prep it's pretty clear that or you know it's a it's we put the work in and we get this workout and so there's a result at the end of it and I think a lot of times people are they want a certain result so now switching over to like a lifestyle person looking to maintain quote-unquote maintain or find balance their version of balance is really for example a shredded version of themselves and so like but they want balance so they want to be able to eat and drink and they want to be able to you know do less cardio and not have to train so much but they want this end result and it's like no that's not how it works and so even going back to Jules and how she's always lived her life she's always been this tiny little petite you know fit mama that's what she's been and I always and I always thought that that was just like how she was and it's like no she watches what she eats 
Like, I would always be like, why aren't you going to eat, like, uh, when I was much younger, but I'd be like, why aren't you going to eat all that? She's like, I just, you know, I just don't want it. Like, I'm done. Like, I've had enough. And it's like, not like she's starving herself, but she knows her limits. She's, you know, five, I'll be generous, five one. <laughs> um, she fights me on this. But but she's this little woman. And if she, if she didn't care about being a, how she looks and how fit she is, then she wouldn't be uh, cognizant of all those things. And so... It's you have to think about long term what you really want versus what you're willing to. I I don't want to say sacrifice because I don't want to make it seem like she's you know like doesn't get to enjoy her life. I make choices. She makes choices. I make choices. And I you know and I definitely don't starve myself. And I definitely don't exercise to extreme. And I've had times you know, but I know I know what my my limitations are, and I keep those in in my mind at Mm -hmm. all times. Um, and so, but that's important to me and that's, yeah. you know, and it's, it always has been and primarily because this is my job and I take it very, very seriously that uh, about practicing what I preach right. and, and so, you know, being able to, I go out to dinner, uh, you know, I she goes, drink she goes out to She goes out to dinner with my father, uh, her husband uh, very much and, and she can go out and she doesn't have to, and she doesn't pout around if she can't have something, can't, I, again, I say it lightly, can't have something, chooses not to have something super decadent or whatever, but when she does want to indulge, she indulges, and that is the true beauty of what living a balanced and healthy lifestyle is, is that, like, you reel it in if you're eating too much and you're unhappy with the results. It's all about understanding what the results you want and then what you're willing to do in order to get those results, and if you're not willing to do it, you don't those aren't a priority to you and that's there's something wrong with that but a lot of people don't they don't make that connection and so if you're listening to this and you're like wow i really want to drink beer and eat pizza on the weekends and you know eat a whole thing of popcorn at the movies which i definitely want to do i've done that many times that's my favorite thing (laughs) right but it's like do I want that? Yeah. Do I, would I, you know, be like the way that it makes me feel and see, will I like how my physique is and looks and how I, you know, confidence, all those other things you have to think about cause and effect. I just want to interject a couple things here. Um, absolutely. It's cause and effect. And, and it, one of the things that I guess I can, um, impart also is the fact that, you need to really sort of find a, you know, people say like a diet, but find find a nutrition approach, and I'll talk a little bit about this, and an exercise approach that's going to be able to fit your lifestyle to give you the results that you want and to be able to help sustain just like anything else. I always say no fad diets, you know, no crazy exercise gimmicks, be, gimmicks because you have to be able to do the work to get you there, but then you're going to have to do the work to, to keep you there to keep you there and so sometimes you know we'll have this happens a lot of times even with um you know we have clients that will work with us for a while and then they'll get sort of distracted and they'll you know take a leave and then they'll go off and try something else and then they get stuck um and and they try to get what they got before but they they weren't they didn't pick a path and stay on it and learn mm-hmm. how to live with it and, and have it be sustainable and that I guess is, you know, Ellen yeah. says my whole life, but this is it. You know, I, when I was 
in undergraduate school, we learned about macros because that's yeah. what nutrition is. And I always lived by the macros when I was in graduate school. So, so I cool. I just think my it's so par- cool. You know, when everybody's like, oh, you're following the, the latest and the greatest if it fits your macros. Yeah. Oh, gosh. This is what we did. You know, yeah. I had to make up the formularies for my patients and hand it to the, the pharmacist. And he would make up the macros and the electrolytes, the, right. the micros, um, for, needed uh, for the, needed cl- for the, uh, the, for patients. the patients. So, you know, they'd have to get it into an IV or a tube to go into the patient to feed them. So, you know, I said, I, oh, I was gee, part of the, the early, yes. you know, it's not a new thing if it fits your macros. And my early years in counseling clients, they didn't have all these wonderful MyFitnessPals, MyFitDiaries, yeah. and um, and all that. We had to do notebooks, and we had I had to hand do the you know, the calculations and look it up in the big books because we didn't have computers. So you think that tracking in your fitness bell is a pain. Oh my gosh. You know, right? I I know it's true though. It's like we, we overcomplicate things and it's because we have so much at our fingertips. It's like, you know, the latest and greatest, this and that. And, and then there's trends and then there's fads and then there's, you know, new information here and there. And even us adding, you know, adding, a podcast to the web is like there's more information more 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 and it's always going to be coming at you and you need to just say you need to halt and be like whoa wait a second there's so much coming in right now there are so many different things and you have to bring yourself back to center and say okay what am I going to do I have a body I have food in front of me what am I going to choose right and I think that's where you know our roles as coaches can help people too because we can help sort things and answer questions and and you know I was you know I often will explain to people as a coach our job is not to do the work for you but to provide for you the tools no, for I you got to, enough work on my own yeah no we've got enough work on our own but to provide for you the tools for your success and give you the support and guidance along the way it is work you know anything that is worth it they say is work but to be able to have support and you know and, and we do you know that's the kind of thing we do but you know there are a lot of other aspects of your health and fitness that we don't do so if you're mm-hmm. struggling with you know medical issues that need support then you need to see your practitioner your medical practitioner um you know there's there's psychosocial things that are part of the health picture and and we don't do that you know we provide guidance but we're not you know sometimes you might need some assistance yeah, that way sometimes you just have to you have to really attack your health at all angles and you have to compartmentalize and you have to figure out who can help you with what and uh what you do need help with um and that's all comes down to like a lot of self-reflection and you know having a coach doesn't hurt but a lot of self-reflection like if you write out hey what are my goals and what am i willing to do you'll really be able to figure out what needs to be done and what your you know what fits your lifestyle mm-hmm. um yeah just in kind of like all aspects and it, and a, an important part because you talk about balance through your life it has to be reviewed all the time yeah. you know you you go through phases of your life you know you're in school you know elementary school high school you know, you become very aware once you get into that sort of college realm of where, uh, you know, what the things you do have an effect. You know, you don't sleep enough. You know, can you, mm-hmm. you're going to not be able to study for your exams or then you move on to a job and you have the stress of a job, possibly commute and family start to get integrated. Relationships, friendships, just right. absolutely everything. This whole balance thing applies to everything and it's not just fitness and exercise because how many of you, <laughs> raise your hands, if you have 
you know, had emotional stress from, um, from a relationship or a coworker or, some, or something like that, and that's affected your sleep, that's affected your exercise routine, that's affected everything. And so it's each, each little part of your life plays such a role, a big role in your overall wellness and health. And, um, you know, we, we zone in and think that, okay, just because we can control the food that goes in our mouth or the exercise that, you know, or the food that doesn't go in our mouth, um, or the exercise that we do that we're in control of our lives, but you're not, there's a lot that goes on on the outside that affects the way that you, react to certain things or feel about yourself and um so you you really do have to take care of yourself as a whole and find balance as a whole not just in nutrition and fitness mm-hmm. so yeah so were, did we hit all the topics did you have any other things you wanted me to cover um let's see uh, i think that that probably is about it that was a great chat that we just had i think that um we'll we'll just kind of <laughs> Jules and I, we talk a lot. So <laughs> this, you know, this is about 30 plus minutes. Uh, we we talk all the time and we're very passionate about what we talk about. And so I just joke, I'm like, man, like we'll get off the phone and I'll be like, we should have had someone recording that so we could share that because I really think that the passion and enthusiasm and um, I guess energy that we have towards like just all things health and wellness is like, something that we want to be able to share with you guys. So um, I, I think that was great. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was thinking while we were chatting, I could go on and on and on, but it, we want to make it feasible yeah. for you to she, listen to. She looked over at the time <laughs> recording, and I wanted to be like, don't look. Like, we're not done yet. We're on a roll. But, I, but it's true. We do want to, you know, we'll definitely keep these under an hour um, per topic. Um, but it this is just what we love to do is we love to talk and um, we like to challenge each other on topics and ideas. So we're happy to talk about specifics. I think we'll definitely, we should talk about competing um, a little bit more because we didn't touch on that today, which I'm kind of glad about. Um, it's more like general population for you guys, um, but we'll definitely talk about competing yeah. um, and any other topics that you guys want to suggest. I know that um, I, I, I think of about 20 topics a, a day, day. <laughs> and you know we we offer in our team we've been doing Facebook lives yeah. and I know um, I've actually loved doing those and I think it's a little feels a little different being in front of just a microphone um, but it's nice it, I, can, I haven't showered since my workout so <laughs> I was thinking about that too <laughs> um, but it there are many many topics and I feel that it is exciting for me to be able to share all of my knowledge because people do ask questions and being able to answer individual questions specifically from our clients, but also the general population and general education. It brings me back to my years when I did, you know, my health education and health promotion work uh, because, you know, we do a lot of these open general forums and have people come in and ask questions. Yeah, I've even spoken at things with you and like, it's just, this is, this truly is just, so fun so we're very excited about it um we won't we won't ramble on too much more but um but yeah jules is incredible so go follow her on social media um and if you're interested in i guess you know training with us um we have a website 
bestfitbody.com. And uh, you can contact us through that website or send out a DM on um, Instagram or our emails through there. So um, we'll just say thank you guys thank for you. listening. Um, and hopefully the audio is okay. We're trying a new form. So um, we will see you in the next one. We'll try and get one out I'm frequently. Say frequently. frequently. Yeah, I think we'll be on a roll. Try um, once a week at least. Today's you know Wednesday night. We may have to pencil this in um, as a Wednesday night thing. So thank you guys so much, um, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks.